0: On the street is you, ducking love birds. So do I. I think they're amusing. I think they're owlsome. I think they're excellent. I think they're dovely. Welcome to chirp off the old block. Chirp Off the Old Block, a fun little podcast dedicated to all things bird. I'm your host, Toby Lee. Considering that this is the inaugural episode, welcome! Thank you for tuning in with us on our first episode, and thank you for listening to me ramble on about birds for 15 minutes. I guess some introductions are in order. My name is Toby Lee. I'm a college student. I am on the autism spectrum. I love anime. I love Pink Floyd. I love Dungeons and Dragons, but most importantly, I love birds. Ask any of my family members and they'll tell you. I've probably rambled on about birds for many dinner parties, and that's why I made this podcast, to show my love for our feathered friends. This is a podcast dedicated to everything bird and bird adjacent. Sometimes I'm really going to stretch that limit. I'll try my best to stay on topic. We're going to be talking about different types of birds, bird behavior, birds in the news, birds on the silver screen, birds in history, even birds in music. Sky's the limit. Every two weeks, there's going to be a fresh new episode all about birds. Here at Chirp Off the Old Block, bird is the word. Before we begin, I'd like to state that this is a PG-13 program. I'll try to keep it clean, but, hey, no promises. If you're a family member of mine, prepare to be a little bit disappointed in me. Or maybe a lot a bit disappointed in me. Hey, this is Toby again. I'm sorry I couldn't record this while I was in the studio. That's why the audio is so weird in this part. But I'd also like to state that all curse words will be censored with this sound. So with that being said, let's start the episode with our first little segment, Bird Biography In a Bird Biography, we'll give a short little description about the bird of the episode. Think about it like Ziffrank's true facts series but with less swearing, and definitely less wiener jokes. Wait, this is a bird podcast. Shouldn't I be calling them peckers? Hey, uh, real quick, just a quick disclaimer. I don't know jack about birds, so if I get anything wrong, please tell me. I'll make an addendum message in the next episode. Mwah! Why did I just kiss you? Also, I know the audio quality just dropped way down. That's because I am podcast cursed, and everything that is going wrong is currently going wrong right now. It is amazing if this podcast will be able to be published. I got all of my information from allaboutbirds.org, audubon.org, ebird.org, the National Wildlife Federation, and nestwatch.org. Many thanks to all these wonderful sources. Today, we will be discussing the California scrub jay. I typically won't get that specific in these segments, but hey, what the heck, let's cover this very specific bird. I don't see why not. Its scientific name is... who? Uh, this might be a little bit rough sounding. The Aphelocoma californica. Yeah, and it's part of the corvidae family. The Corvidae family is also home to magpies, crows, and other birds. But that's a story for another time. It's kind of a thin bird, and I think it's about the size of one and a quarter adult hands. It's that tall, it's not that wide. It's about as wide as your palm, at the most. It's a very sleek bird. It's shaped like a crow, but smaller. It's standing up more like a robin, if that makes any sense. The crow part tracks, it is in the Corbidae family after all. Its tummy is white, but the rest of it is grey and blue. The soft grey patch is like a little cape on its back, while the blue is a very deep sky blue. It has black legs and a little sharp black beak. It has these little white feathers above its eyes that make it look like it's either wearing eyeliner or has big eyebrows. And honestly, birds that look like they have eyebrows are the best! Like. It makes them so much more expressive <laughs> like look at this stupid little man and his stupid little eyebrows i love those birds <sighs> oh it also has these big dark gray circles around its eyes that make it look like it went a little bit too hard with the eyeshadow, if that makes any sense here is an audio clip of what the california scrub jay sounds like <laughs> I'd like to credit the Monterey Explorer on YouTube for letting me use his audio. Thank you Monterey Explorer. Please check out his videos for more bird content if you're interested. I would like to note that this is not a sponsored message, I just think his content is cool. I have a little bit of an embarrassing confession to make. In my initial research and writing of the script for this episode, I researched the wrong bird. We'll discuss this in segment two, but I was trying to find a bird I had seen in real life. So I looked up blue bird that lives in Nevada. It wasn't very good research because I saw the Woodhouse's scrub jay, didn't look at any of the other birds, and thought, yeah, this was the bird I saw. Blue bird. Lives in Nevada. It was not... I remember doing some research on the Woodhouse's scrub jay, and just trying to find more information for my script, and then seeing in the related species section, a California scrub jay, and realizing I was a massive idiot for not diving into my research better. I feel like this is a mistake a lot of people make, not just me. A lot of people will see all the bluebirds and think, yeah, Bluebird, that's the bird I saw. Maybe I'm just stupid and everyone else is smarter than me. Who knows? Who the heck knows? It doesn't matter because we're all on this journey together and we're all trying to improve. Yay! That actually brings us around to another fun fact about the California Scrub Jay. The California Scrub Jay and the Woodhouse's Scrub Jay used to be considered the same bird. They were both called the Western Scrub Jay until 2016 when they were separated. The two birds can be distinguished by the fact that the colors on the Woodhouse's scrub jay are way less saturated and they don't quite live in the same areas. The California scrub jay lives on the west coast of the U.S. and they live there all year long. They have also been spotted in northwestern Nevada, kind of around Reno, but they're less common there. That will come into play during our next segment. The California scrub jay is omnivorous and its diet depends on what time of the year it is, as well as their general location. Like crows, They hold little bird funerals for their dead. I'd love to go into depth about bird funerals, but that could be an entire episode in and of itself. Maybe I'll do it later in the future. I was planning on doing an episode about crows, so might as well cover that then. Uh, But let's get back to the California scrub jay. The California scrub jay is aggressive. It's a pissed off little bird. So much so that the Mercury News calls them one of the most hated birds in the Bay Area. I know this a little too well. As you will see in the next segment, the word on your birds. The next segment is always going to be called the word on your birds, and the word on your birds is kind of about cool stories or just anecdotes about birds. And today we have a personal anecdote. It's a little bit silly and it doesn't paint me in the best light, but I like to call it the time I got dive bombed by a California scrub jay. I almost called it a blue jay. I'm not a bird expert. Imagine a beautiful Nevada day during the springtime. It's around lunchtime, say 11.45 if you want to get really specific. The azure blue sky stretches on for miles, only interrupted by the mountains. Its trees are growing leaves instead of just flowers. And it is gorgeous. The cold winter chill has mostly subsided. Now imagine a girl, she is me, and she's walking down this path, having her headphones blaring, not a care in the world, and then I felt this fluttering over my head and I got spooked. I got so spooked, I started bolting down the sidewalk before I even realized what was going on. Eventually, because I am very unathletic, I ran out of breath. And when I ran out of breath, I turned back around and had a few seconds to think. And I realize, okay, okay, that was just a bird. It probably just accidentally flew over my head. And I went back down the path and got dive-bombed again. Luckily, the bird didn't get me, but still, I got scared. <laughs> and the bird owes me money for, like, emotional damages. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. It was a pretty spooky experience for me. I look back, and the bird's just sitting in its nest, staring at me that smug little bird. I had never felt so mad at another creature before. That bird, I am not kidding when I say that bird is the major antagonist of my life. So I look at it, and this isn't my proudest moment, but I'm just sharing it because it's kind of funny in retrospect. I start yelling at it. I'm like, f*** off, bird. You suck. You're the worst. You're the worst bird ever! And then I flipped that bird, the bird. bird didn't even fly away. The bird's just sitting there, staring at me like nothing's happening. It freaked me out. I still think about it to this day. Hence why I'm recording a podcast segment about it. Even though I got dive-bombed by one, I can't say I hate the California scrub jay. Just specifically that one, and the species as a whole. Even though they're aggressive, they aren't evil. I don't think animals can be evil, even though some of them are very aggressive and territorial. They're just animals. They don't know any better. One last anecdote before I finish this episode up. I was telling one of my classmates that I was doing this episode, and I told her my little personal anecdote, and then she dropped this on me. She looks me dead in the eyes and says, well, if the California Scrub Jay is such a butthole, then why not just Hunt them, you know, kill them all. I was floored. I had no idea how to respond to that. I just kind of took a few seconds, composed myself, and said, we can't kill every bird we don't like. And I guess that's kind of the moral of the episode. All nature deserves to be protected. Not just the cute, fuzzy, marketable nature. Sometimes creatures are just going to be the worst to us. But we can't just kill them all. Something to think about. Something for you to chew on. I would just like to thank you all for getting through the first episode of Chirp Off the Old Block with me. I'm sorry if it sounded a little rough, because this was my first time both using a script and not using a script for a podcast episode. It's also my first time doing anything podcast related once again, I'd like to thank all of the academic resources I used while researching this episode. I'd like to thank the Monterey Explorer for letting me use his audio. And thank you, once again, for listening. Now, just a few housekeeping things before we wrap up. We have social media! Yay! We have a Twitter, at Chirpold. And we have a Tumblr. .tumblr Chirpofftheoldblock.tumblr.com We also have Redbubble merch, which will be linked at our social media. So it's more incentive for you to check it out. If you liked the show, tell your friends about it. And of course, we love your viewer feedback. What worked, what didn't work, we want to know. Well, uh, I want to know, considering it's just me screaming into the void, but who cares? Now, let's finish this episode up. Before things get... Awkward. Oh, crap. I forgot to say this earlier. Please check out some of the other amazing shows on the Potter Angle Network. That is all. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I have one more thing. Just one more thing. Please tune in November 1st for our second episode. We will be discussing the band Hate Beak as well as the African Grey Parrot. That is all. Now you can go. Bye!